Hello, folks, and welcome to Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. I'm your co-host, Lee Strickland. And I'm Alioni. Well, hey, Al. Hey, Lee. How you doing? I am doing so good. It feels like it's finally winter here in Missouri. I know. New Year's Day, boom, snow. Baby amount, but still snow. Yeah, and we did not have to go to the college and shovel. I know. It was a small New Year's miracle. Seriously. I am all about miracles like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, welcome to 2022. How are your uh, New Year's visions doing so far now that we're a few days in? I think so far so good. Like we finished our vision boards. We do that every year. And I think we both had some good goals and aspirations Mm -hmm. for this upcoming year. Like I know I wanted to get out and camp more. So hopefully we'll spend some nights in a tent soonish and... Yeah, you had some good goals on yours, too. Yeah, you know, I had, like, big aspirational things, like, be a better steward of the planet, but then I had very, like, measurable things, like, I want to read a book in Italian this year. There you go. So, I'm super stoked. Yeah, it'll be a really fun year. Yeah, and I'm so excited that we are starting out with this bonus episode uh, for January, because I think it will start us off with the right ethos for 2022, slay the day, yes queen, all these things. Good. So who is our uh, artist and song for our bonus episode? Lee, I'm so excited. We are going to be talking about the one and only Michael Franti and Spearhead. And oh, cool. We are talking about their song, Hey, 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 off of the album, The Sound of Sunshine. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a more recent album of theirs, right? It is. It's a 2010 album. So, oh, cool. you know, 12 years old now, which is weird because I don't feel like that much time has passed, but that's fine. We're getting old. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm super excited that you picked this song because I have listened to some Michael Fronte over the years, but like not a ton and not any of his more recent stuff. Yeah, and I feel like off of the Sound of Sunshine album, like the title song, The Sound of Sunshine, gets so much attention, but I like this one way better, even though I mix them up a lot. (laughs) Yeah, as you were picking this, you were like going through and you were like, it might be this song, but it might be this song, and we played The Sound of Sunshine, and you were like, no, not this song. It was not that one. Yeah, Hey, 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 definitely my favorite off of that album. Yeah, I really like it. It makes me want to listen to more of that album. Oh, good. That is really what I can hope every time we cover one of my picks is that you will like it. <laughs> good. Well, Lee, Michael Franti is a American rapper, musician, poet, activist, documentarian, and singer-songwriter. So he has done a lot with his life thus far. Uh, He's known for his blend of hip-hop with other styles like funk, reggae, jazz, folk, and rock, and using his music to advocate for peace and social justice issues, such as ending gun violence, climate activism, and peace in the Middle East. Wow, cool. Yeah, he really is a person who like uses music to do something, and that's why... I just admire him so much is because he's not just somebody who's going to sit there and sing about how hard life is. He's like, no, I have power and I want to use that to do something better for this world. So he he walks his talk and I really admire him for that. Yeah, what a great way to use your platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll get to how he's using it too because he's done some phenomenal things. Cool. Um, before beginning Michael Franti and Spearhead, uh, Franti was part of the band The Beatniks and The Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy. 
Uh, He began writing spoken word and then pairing it with music in high school. And he started the Beatniks when he was attending the University of San Francisco. Oh, cool. Yeah. So kind of like AJR, like another person who got their start pretty young when they were in university and then just continued on that path with their life. Yeah. It's neat to hear that he's kind of always done stuff with music. Yeah, it is. And, you know, just to see how different people inspired him and how his life inspired him. Like he was talking about growing up in San Francisco and how, you know, they're literally surrounded by water on three sides. So you better figure out how to get along with people because there's nowhere else to go. That's right. Unless you like fish. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So he was like, you know, it's just... I wanted to put out music with messages like that. Um, And his second project, The Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy, saw Franti collaborating with other artists to create a politically charged album that was railing against injustice in the world. And it won accolades from other artists, activists like U2. Oh, wow. That's really high praise. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, U2, another group that's like, y'all were doing something with our lives outside of making music. Yeah, I feel like if you get a thumbs up from Bono for your activism as a musician, you're really doing something right. Yeah, and you know, it was really funny, like, reading up about Franti and how front and center activism is in his life. Because, you know, one of our friend's daughters, I was talking to her, I was like, you know, what do you want to do when you're done with school? And she's like, I want to be an activist, which I am like 100% on board with and so proud of her. But, like, to have other people give you that title is truly an honor because it means that they recognize the work that you're doing, not just you aspiring to be something. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it means a lot more when people in the community, like, award you that title Mm -hmm. or, like, bestow it upon you Yeah. than when you just, like, put that title on your own. You know, you put that crown on your head. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And he's definitely... Franti is definitely somebody that people are putting that on. Yeah. Um, He began the band Spearhead in 1994, and they put out a couple of albums and then split with Capitol Records. And because Capitol owned the name Spearhead, that's when they became Michael Franti and Spearhead. So that's kind of how that band evolved into being um and like we were talking about the song is hey 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 and it's off the album the sound of sunshine which was released in july 2010 he started the album in jamaica and he took recording equipment on the road from bali and other spots and franti says that about 90 percent of the album was actually recorded on his laptop oh wow yeah so he was doing a lot of creative work during his travel and you know, it's not your typical go into the studio and put the work in. He was like living his life and doing his music, which was cool. Yeah, that's really neat, especially with the like recording technology of today. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like that is a really attainable thing to do now. Whereas in the 70s or the 60s, like you really needed to go to a studio because if you had that kind of recording equipment in your house, like that was your entire basement or, you know, an entire floor of your house was recording. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So outside of music, Franti really is an activist. Um, He promotes a vegan diet. You'll notice uh, that he is barefoot pretty much as much as he can be outside of like needing to wear flip flops to go into restaurants and get on planes and things. Um, And it was really interesting. I was reading about the barefoot evolution of Michael Franti. And 
he was saying like, oh, I'll just try it for three days because he was going and performing places where people couldn't afford to wear shoes. And so he was like, I wonder what this is like and like saw how hard it was and then like brought that in as part of his ethos. And he actually partnered with the organization Souls for Souls Mm -hmm. after Hurricane Katrina to get shoes out to people in need. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So he does that. Um, He created a documentary during a trip to the Middle East, and he was advocating for an end to poverty as a way to end the war in the Middle East because he was like, I don't think having been here and spent time with these people that it's a war about religion. I think it's the fact that you have people in Gaza who are living on less than $2 a day And they're looking just across the gate at people living like they're in Los Angeles. And like, of course, there's going to be tension. Of course, there's going to be fighting. Like, if we want to solve this problem, we need to solve the like political and the economic climate that's creating it. Wow. Um, The there's a common protest slogan that you'll probably see about you can bomb the world to pieces, but you can't bomb it to peace. And that's actually a Michael Franti lyric. And then he has started an organization called Do It For The Love, which connects artists and concerts with fans in need, including wounded veterans, uh, children with severe challenges, and individuals with life-threatening illness. On his website, michaelfronti.com, he also includes uh, an activism page where fans can go to follow his different causes and find ways to support sustained global change. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so he, I mean, again, just really is that activist soul. And, you know, I love me a good protest song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, You know, I just enjoy Michael Fronti's music for that reason. Like, he reminds me of Bob Dylan in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree with that comparison. Yeah, so that's kind of why I wanted to, like, focus on him in terms of, like, bringing this positive ethos of hope and change to the world for 2022. And I feel like especially this song, Hey, 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 is, you know, about, like, hanging in there, about being positive and about being resilient. And I feel like that is a good mindset to start the year off with. Yeah, I agree. I think this fits well with like our first album we did, right, was music from Big Pink by the band, Mm -hmm. which was an album I I still think at its core that was about redemption. Mm -hmm. And so I think this song really fits well with that theme for our 2022 year. Um, And yeah, there were a lot of like really memorable lyrics throughout this song that I really enjoyed. He's got the one about, like, the daisy coming up from the crack in the sidewalk. Yeah. And I feel like that is such an iconic, like, image. Mm-hmm. You see it in film. You see it in TV. You see it in poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's just such an image that, like, life will thrive under, like, the harshest of circumstances. And, and, and it's really interesting because in that line, right, he's, like, between the Wall Street banks and the empty homes. And he, like... the like in front of the people standing all in a row, like he's talking about the housing crisis that we experienced. And it's like, even in this moment of like true darkness and sadness, like this flower can come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I mean, like just imagine if that flower was, you know, properly tended and cultivated, like it would grow so huge. Yeah. So it's a neat, it's a neat message. It's a neat, um, would that be alliteration? Stay with us. We'll be right back. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. 
Yeah. Nah, man. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Yo, look, 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 We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. This shit. I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie, don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit. Sir. Uh, I don't know that it would be alliteration because usually alliterations where you have like the same letter to start things out. Oh, maybe I'm thinking metaphor. Maybe it might just be an image. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not that good with English. <laughs> yeah, so this was your first time listening to this song, right? Yeah, I've never heard this song before. There was another song off of this album that I think got, like, all the radio play. Mm-hmm. That does sound really similar. Yeah. And it's that, the title track, The Sound of Sunshine. Yeah. I think that's the one that I've heard before. Um, and, yeah, I really, I mean, I do, I think probably a lot of people stop with that song for this album and i think they should go deeper because there's a lot of other good songs on this album including hey 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 which i think is totally a sleeper hit from this album Mm-hmm. yeah so you talked about the image of the daisy were there other parts of the song that stood out to you you know it seemed to like we listened to it a couple times and i kind of got different um like different imagery each time. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I was like, oh, is this about like somebody dying potentially? Because he talks a lot about like, we're not going to like think about the past. We're just going to like look at today and today's a really good day. And like, we don't know what the future holds uh, and it might be brief, but like, you know, enjoy your time while you have it. So I was kind of like, wow, is that what he's talking about? And then and then I, the second time I was like, well, maybe he's just talking about like the future and generations and like taking care of what we have now as a generation so that future generations can enjoy it and not getting bogged down in the like, because it can get really depressing thinking about, I've got to do all these things so that, you know, our kids can enjoy like a tree mm-hmm. and that gets really hard. And, you know, that's, I think where some people fall off and are just like, I'm just going to watch some Netflix. <laughs> this is all I got today. So I think, you know, he's saying in that, in that instance, like, just take it day by day, do what you can. You're doing great. Like anything's better than nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I do love this song. Cause there's so many layers to it. You know, there's the layer of like, hold on, just try to hold on, um, you know, like just keep it going. Then there's the layer of like, there's just one thing I have to say. I'm not going to let a moment, another moment slip away, like carpe diem, seize the day. And then there is also this like really interesting reflection on the things he's seeing around him. So, you know, he's talking about the questions he asks every day, like, why do the birds that used to fly here tell me why they come to die here? Uh, all the kids that used to run here tell me why they pull their guns here. You know, and you can see how things change. And there's some, like, sadness and some confusion to that, too, of, like, why is this happening in our world? And if I'm one of the people who's supposed to enact change, like, I need to hold on. I need to have hope. Um 
I need to remember that nothing is impossible. Um, everything's possible and not to let that moment go. Yeah, most definitely. Like sometimes right it's darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think like this is definitely, like you said, a very hopeful song. Um, and yeah, I think to me, it's message at its core is like, don't, don't give up your hope mm-hmm. and don't stop trying even when it's hard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this, you know, 2010, I was at university and things were really hard. <laughs> and so to have a song like this that I could put on and just feel like I wasn't alone was really nice. Um, like I think probably one of my favorite sections of it is when he's saying like, don't let anybody tell you that it can't be done. Um, don't let anybody tell you that it couldn't be won. Don't let anybody tell you you're the only one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that people need to hear, especially right now. Like, you're not alone. It's not impossible. But we have to stick together. Yeah. Yeah, those are really good, really wise words. So it was 2010. Was that when you saw him in Fort Collins? Gosh, I, I'm trying to like piece my life back together. <laughs> it's hard to come up with like dates and stuff for when you saw um, different musical acts. I mean, that's why I keep so many of my concert shirts because they all have dates on them. <laughs> <laughs> I, mm, it might have been 2010. It might have actually been 2011 or 2012. It was like right in that time period. Um because New Belgium Brewery in Fort Collins does, oh my gosh, I want to say it's like New West Fest, but that might not be the name. Um, and they just have, like, they close down the main street and just bring all of these bands in um, and all of these different booths. And it's just like a fun, wonderful end of summer thing uh, that interestingly happens right before the college students end up coming back so it kind of feels like you're a local and it's this like happy joy bringer for us before we're inundated with young people that need to be nurtured and tended to Mm, yeah i do think one of the most special places you can be is a college town right before all the students come back right like yeah seeing the locals really come out and stuff is really a beautiful thing Mm-hmm. so did he play this song when you saw him he did yeah oh, cool what was that experience like it was so cool mostly because i had never heard of him ever and my friends are like oh my god michael fronti he's playing and i'm like oh, okay i'll go with you it's free that's great um and he was up there he was barefoot which i was like man you got to make better life choices but now i understand why Um, And it was just so electric to be in that crowd of people singing with him about like, I hold on, hey, 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 I won't let another moment slip away. You know, like it was one of those moments where all of the energy was coalescing in the same hopeful direction and it felt like things would be better and things would be possible. Cool. Yeah, it was, I don't know, it's just really beautiful to watch an artist perform for people that love them and to like have the ethos of love be what's uniting everybody yeah definitely I think that's something you know for people who don't go to concerts and stuff like I think they are really missing out because it's such a different experience than listening to like 
an artist's album. Mm-hmm. Like there's just this whole other level to seeing them perform and seeing how other people react to these songs. And especially like these older artists that their music has been out there for so long. Like you're seeing generations of people that are touched by this like one song or this one artist. And like, it's really a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, unfortunately, the things that Michael Franti is singing about, like he started, um, who was that band? Uh, the Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy. Um, their album was, uh, it was something like hypocrisy is the most abundant resource or something like that. And like the songs on there were, like directly pointed at things like Exxon Mobil and the school to prison pipeline and all of these things that are still here. So I feel like until we can really enact sustainable change, like Franti's calling for, like his songs are going to be timeless and they're going to keep speaking to people who have a heart for change. Yeah. And like, unfortunately that album probably says a lot of things that need to be heard. And I'm sure through, record company procedures or whatever like it didn't really get out there mm-hmm. and was not promoted and was not pushed to radio DJs and stuff like that so yeah I think that's you know it's also important to not only like see these acts live but like look at their history because you're gonna find cool stuff like that like I never knew he was in these other bands I figured he was always Michael Fronte and then spearhead came along as a backing band or something Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean you got to look at the history of these artists because you know chances are they've been doing this for a long time and you can find some real gems in some of their early work yeah and you know they only get better because like fronty made that documentary about peace in the middle east and now he's making a documentary about gun violence in america and like interviewed students from parkland and people from the pulse nightclub shooting and you know not just like mass shootings but like people who have lost family members to gun violence or people who got out of prison for murder and now are trying to stop gun violence like you know he's really using the skills he had and just continuing to try and grow them yeah wow that's really neat so he's yeah multimedia artist Mm mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. Pretty cool. Well, Lee, do you have any other thoughts about this song? No, I'm really glad we listened to it and you introduced me to more of his work, um, especially his later work. Like, I really, really do like what I heard and I'm eager to listen to more. Um, yeah, for folks who have no idea who we're talking about, I would highly suggest uh, finding some Michael Fronte somewhere and listening to him. Um, He seems to be on most streaming services, so just look him up. Yeah, absolutely. And some of his albums are actually free on his website, michaelfronti.com, if you don't have streaming stuff. Even better. So, Lee, with that hopeful note and this idea of redemption in January, we turn our attention to February, the the month of of love and things in the States (laughs) um, for Hallmark. And I'm just curious, who are we talking about to celebrate February? So we had kind of chatted. We did Adele last February as like an awesome breakup album. So I was like, I don't know that we want to 
do another like breakup album for our full album in February. So we're going to do uh, one of my favorite albums from an artist that we have not talked about yet as like a solo act. Um, so we are going to cover David Bowie's uh, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Ooh. Yeah, this is a super fun album it's a little out there but it's got some i think of his most iconic songs and it's definitely my favorite david bowie album perfect i'm excited because i've never actually listened to any david bowie stuff at least intentionally and i saw the labyrinth and i think that really made me like not want to do anything with david bowie so this should be great yeah i am super excited to hear your thoughts on this interesting album Well, y'all, if you want to uh, listen ahead, Ziggy Stardust and, no, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the mice from Mars. Spiders. Spiders. Mm. I'm going to really have to work on my animals, too, apparently. (laughs) It's okay. It's a long album title. (laughs) Well, y'all, thank you so much for being with us. Happy 2022, friends. Uh, And until we get to be with you again, enjoy your own songs. 